Thank you for tuning in to the Just Believe podcast. I'm your host, HP Mac. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. This podcast is raw, authentic, and unscripted. With that being said, enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Just Believe podcast. I'm your host, HP Mac. Today, I am honored to have this lovely young lady come share her stories, and not only her stories, but teach us something that I think we all need to learn about, and that's just spirit, spirituality. Uh, I, I'm trying to say it, see it, <laughs> but but getting more spiritual, um, where we can find other ways to heal and whatnot. And this young lady goes by the name of Carrie. How are you doing today? Hi, HB. Hi, Very hi. good. Good. Thank, Thank you, you for, for coming on. Oh, I'm I'm honored to have you. I love what you do. Um, we connected through Instagram, and I was instantly hooked because I've been jumping onto that spiritual journey myself. That really helped me heal. Uh, one of my favorite books is the Four Amendments. I love that book. Um, it's very simple laws. Yeah, it's just simple. And I love how he just dumbs it down where it's not big words. It's just, this is it. Just these four rules and it's the way to go. And, and the ironic part about that book, I was already doing three of them and not even knowing it already. Yeah, I changed my circle and I stopped listening to what other people were saying and the way they was reacting and whatnot. But yeah, it's a great book. But awesome. please tell tell the people your story and, and where you from and what how did you start on the spiritual journey? Uh, so my name is Carrie Donovan. I uh, own a company called Divine Radiance. Um, that name kind of came to me um, during my spiritual spiritual awakening. Um, and so, you know, starting off, I grew up on the East Coast, um, but I was called out to California to be an actor. And um, I just grew up in a very traumatic household. I had emotional abuse. Um, I it was just pretty rough. Um, so I was ready to get out like as soon as I could. <laughs> I was just like, I wasn't scared because I was running away from something that was so dysfunctional that I just didn't care if I was going across the country and was going to embark on my, my own journey, which I was really excited about. But um, I didn't heal my trauma. Um, so like anything else, if you don't heal it, it just keeps appearing in your life. Over and over, <laughs> over again. And over yeah, over and over again. And over again. It's like so a circle. Beats you, mm-hmm. beats you up. Um, but a lot of my trauma um, materialized in my life as anxiety. Um, I started having really bad panic attacks to the point where I was um, – you know, I've been called 911 um, because I thought I was dying, uh, which is really crazy to me. I just didn't even think it was so physical. I didn't even pop into my head that it was a panic attack. And when the paramedics came in, you know, and they told me I was having a panic attack, I just, I honestly was in shock. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. And he looked at me and he said, yeah. And I was just, I remember my, there was, that was a moment of change in me. I just didn't even realize I was suffering, you know from a mental illness, you know, from anxiety, and I didn't know. And then I realized I always thought I had asthma because I would have trouble breathing, but it was really just anxiety. Um, So that's, you know, sometimes the the unhealed trauma, that's kind of how it it manifests in itself. And that's how it did for me. Um, I tried therapy back then um, without much success, but I wasn't very dedicated. I think as a young in my 20s, was just 
really it's just something parking. you have to do all in or you can't do it at all yeah exactly and i wasn't all in i was more about partying and living a crazy life um and it wasn't until years later really i i had i, I was a single mom so my daughter was a gift to me um she came in a point where i think i was just completely desolate um i was at a dead end in my life and was partying i had no uh direction um and then all of a sudden i found myself pregnant and you know as scary as that was she was the best thing that ever happened to me because slow down she forced me to slow down i stopped drinking i um partying and i just my focus became about her and i learned about unconditional love i didn't have love in my household growing up so i didn't really know how to love um per se so she taught me unconditional love she um just gave me strength purpose direction um so i kind of changed my life around i actually got into the corporate world um started making money so i could take care of her um but once again i still didn't heal so all that stuff was still lingering in the background and i was i think hiding it by working too much and really just felt my whole identity was really about being a mom and i lost really who i was and it was about two or three years ago um where i had just that recurring bad relationship come up yeah and it was at the point i had my you know my rock bottom and um it was a dark place it was a really really dark place but it was so dark that i knew there was only one way up you know it was there was no more going down there was no more i'm not going to heal or i'm not going to spend time on this it's not going away so um that's that's where my healing journey began and i i would say it was a good 10 months of full focus um i did therapy I did a 12 step program called Adult Children of Alcoholics, which I didn't even know existed. And now I know. Well, everyone knows AA. Everyone knows alcohol, you know, narcotics, anonymous, overeating. There's actually a 12 step program for children who grew up in an alcoholic family or or an abusive family. It is also for people maybe that grew up in the foster system who just didn't get the love and attention they most kids crave as children. And it was life changing. And it was all because I got the right therapist who recognized right away I had all the traits. So pretty much if you grew up in a in an alcoholic home, the kids grow up with similar traits. They're people pleasers, they have anxiety, they end up with alcoholics yeah. or they become an alcoholic. There's all these traits. And when I joined the group, it was it blew me away. I was like, yeah. I'm home. Like they're, they're this book this is this what I needed they wrote is about me. Yeah. And um I didn't realize you know, you hear about AA. I didn't realize it was a spiritual program. And so is ACA. So adult children, it's, um, you do your 12 steps. It's very spiritual. Um, that was, that was eye opening to me. And I, I just really dedicated myself to, like I said, therapy, 12 step program. I learned, I strengthened my meditation practice. Um, and I started doing yoga, eating better. Um, hiking more um reading a lot like we were talking about yeah. like spiritual books um yeah. just really i literally i didn't see anybody i literally that, that almost sound that like you just did some soul me. searching yeah on the inside it was deep it mm-hmm. was deep healing i experienced three dark nights of the soul 
Um, and then I had a spiritual awakening, which was pretty amazing. Um, you know, it just, you start seeing things a lot clearer, mm-hmm. start seeing exactly how this world works. Um, kind of see behind the scenes a little bit, see the bigger yeah. picture. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. And then I discovered, um, cause I'd been praying. I was like, what am I going to do with my life? And I, I got a calling to be a healer. That's and I actually healed my dog. Yeah. I, I yeah. got the calling and I thought that was weird because it literally was a voice that said, you can heal others uh, with this power that, cause I was feeling this power and this meditation. And um, right after I was like, that was the weirdest experience of my yeah. life. You're like, what is and going on? I took my dog for a walk and he hurt his paw. Yeah. And I was like, this is the weirdest coincidence. I walk with my dog. I take him in. He doesn't get hurt. And I'm like, I just had this calling. So I tried the energy and I healed my dog, um, which was very, very strange to me. And I, I thought maybe it was a coincidence. I didn't yeah. just think, oh, like, the but universe I is testing me and I passed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was it was a sign that like, yes, you heard what you heard was, you know, focus. And then a week later I found, um, uh, crystal healing class, like yes. a certificate class. So yes. I, I was like, I'm taking it. Yeah. And I, it was like, I was home again. Like, but this time I was on home, but I was, I was growing and I found my purpose and I had, um, I just knew, you know, my gift basically yeah. was to help people. And that's really, I think like we taught, um, after a spiritual awakening, you really just want to help other people. Yeah, you want to help others. You know, you said something that I thought was key was having a good therapist. Um, mm-hmm. unlike you, I had a horrible therapist or psychiatrist and that altered my decision. And that made me look into, you know, Eastern medicine, like, Hey, what is going on? Let me see this. And a lot of my friends, they always say, man, Herbie, you always zone out. You always do this. You always do that. Right. And I'm like, Zen, what are you talking about? Zen? I'm just relaxing. Like, no, you need to look into Zen, man. You're like the, you're the definition of Zen. And I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. And as I look and check it out, you know, it's like a rabbit hole that you just go down. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I am, but maybe I'm not like, yes, I do like some meditation, but then I'm like, what is this chakra thing that they're talking about? What is this? Okay, learning that and then learning, wait, there's a if there's a certain music that I can listen to, a certain frequency that can help change my mood. Like, what is this? Then learning about the healing crystals. And I don't know, just something about that just I just pulled to. I was like, oh, okay. All right. I got the salt lamp here. Yeah, you know, like I got the salt lamp. I gotta get a little tiger eye. You know, I gotta get um. Oh my God. What is another good one? I, I can't think right now, but there, there's, there's so many. And once you find out about them and you learn, okay, well, this is different, but this is not a weird difference. This is, no, I feel good. Now my- It felt familiar. Yeah. It was yeah, like, it's I'm, like I'm used to this. Yes. Like I learned hundreds of crystals and their properties in, in a weekend. Yeah. It was like, it wasn't, and these are complicated names. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. amazingly, I just feel like it was more remembering than than just learning, and it just resonated yeah. on a deep level. Yeah, sound healing. If yes. anyone's been to a sound bath, those are amazing. Yes, yes For bringing I, stuff I, up. I did so much that some of my like friends looked at me, especially from from the Bronx. They're like, dude. I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> because I started doing um, what is that? The magnesium bath. 
And yeah. that was, wow. oh my goodness. It, I was so relieved. Like whatever tension I felt was, it was awesome. I recommend everybody doing that at least once, at least once. It's weird in the beginning because it, like it's dark, but after right. that you just naturally float and you just, you're, you just, your thoughts, whatever. it's amazing. Whatever thoughts that you had on the top of your brain, they're gone. Like, man, I was really mad that that person cut me off. Oh no. no. I, I, I need, I need a vacation. And that was like a vacation. Um, I did so many Eastern medicine types as far as cupping and acupuncture, which I love. Mm-hmm. And you feel it. And then you start noticing people energy afterwards. I don't know. It's just me. Like now yeah. I know when somebody has a bad intention, I don't have to engage into a conversation. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, you're not for me. It's okay. It's okay. Exactly. And you protect your energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are bouncing off each other constantly. And I think a lot of people just take on other people's negative energy without realizing it. Yes, yes. So they take it on. They're at work. There's a lot of negative energy at work and they come home upset. You know, that's people just don't even think about that sometimes, but yeah. it is. It affects you. Now, you, know, you have to protect yourself. Once you, you, after the 12 step program, and you realize, okay, the, the whole spiritual world. Like this is this is different. Did you did that help you with your whole mental or was it just that was it? Like okay, no, it definitely did. Now they're all connected. It's okay. it's important to realize your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, you know, energies. They they all make up who you are. And so if one's off, it can set other off. Everything's off. Um, yeah. And when one, when they're all on and you're you're in alignment and you're whole, um, I mean you're in ecstasy basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I haven't had a panic attack or any anxiety in probably a year and a half, um, which is amazing. I haven't taken one pill. I have not felt anxious, and I I think it's a combination. I think it's a combination of healing the trauma to really looking at it, digging it up, right? You got to dig it all up and bring it to the light. Um, Plus the meditation, daily meditations I do twice a day for at least 30 minutes. I don't time them, but they generally usually are about 30 minutes. Um, I pray. I have a praying session usually before meditation. Um, Those are all just very calming to me. And I, I don't know. I can't say which one got rid of my anxiety. I but it helps. They all help. Yeah. You know, like finding those, like I told you earlier, the pieces of the puzzle is what I tell my clients. Um, you know, it's not always, it's not going to be one thing going to heal you. It's not going to be one pill. It's not going to be just one thing, you know, or, or even just therapy or hypnotherapy. You have to do other things. Yeah. You want to, you want to, play around with different things to see what resonates with you and what makes you feel good and happy. And then, you know, devise your program, but just making sure that, you know, that you're worth it. Cause I think that's what kept me from, you know, doing it in the beginning was that I just didn't feel I was worthy of healing, you know, because it does take some money, right? you got to invest some money in yourself, money, time, and time. courage. Yes. And lots of energy. And I, you know, I would do so much for my daughter. I would, I put her in dance classes, you know, five days a week and all that I did no problem spending money on. But I, when it came to like my wellness, I realized I had myself, I was in the back, I was in the back seat. Mm -hmm. And so I had to like step up and I had to um, make myself a priority. 
And it's true what they say, like you have to take care of yourself before you can truly take care of others. Yeah. I, Otherwise, I tell everybody you're, giving, that. you're giving from an empty vessel and that's how, mm-hmm. that's how illness happens. Disease mm-hmm. happens because you're, you're giving energy you don't have. So you have to fill from the inside first and fill up, you know, take care of yourself with your meditations, with your prayers, with your self-care. And then you have stuff to give yes. and you can be a better friend parent you know yeah you said something that you know with the meditation right like growing up i was a big uh like dragon ball z fan into like karate movies like bruce lee and whatnot and you see these guys meditate and and it was always something that i thought it was like oh if you meditate something's gonna happen and it's like no, not everything's going to happen. It's just you slowing down the world and getting a peace of mind. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when I get those rare five minutes, 10 minutes to sit down and just not think and try to meditate, that's what it is. It's just slowing down the world and recharging. It's it's not something spiritual is going to happen or you're just going to start floating. No, it's just you're slowing down the world. You're recharging. You're gathering your thoughts to give the best you out there. And a lot of people look for something to happen. Hey, I tried to meditate for 30 minutes and nothing happened. Cause you're looking for something. Yeah. <laughs> just, just slow it down and just relax. And I think a good way to look at it is just think of yourself as tapping into the universal energy, right? There's a universal life force, you know, depending on, you know, who you study, it's prana, chi, grace and Christianity. Uh, it's just basic life force energy and it's all around us. And I feel like meditation is just tapping into that. Yes. Yes. And it doesn't mean you're going to feel anything or do anything, but just by you stopping and just reconnecting with your inner being is so powerful. And like you said, even for five minutes, five minutes, five minutes to Mm -hmm. just stop and, and reconnect is in. Yeah. It's very powerful. I remember I was um, talking to a, a client. We was talking, we was having a conversation. And I was just like, hey, you know, you can try writing, you know, writing your thoughts down or even just meditating, just relaxing. And he was like, well, I don't have time for this and this. And, you know, we're in the middle of football season that just started. And I'm like, are you watching football? He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I got to watch the game. And I'm like, but you have time for that, but you can't put time for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I wish I, like, the facial expression that he made was well, now that it you put it like that. Yeah. yeah. I could probably do it during halftime. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't matter when you do it, but just try it because we have to slow the world down sometimes, you know, as we said earlier, like prior to our, to this podcast, you constantly go, 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 go. And when you're constantly going, 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 you putting yourself last. The most important person that you have to take care of is yourself. If you don't take care of yourself, you can't be the best husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, dad, whomever. You can't be the best. And I think it's important for that. That's why I really want to to book you so so you can express that. Hey, it's more than just relaxing and zen and out or, or getting high or anything like that. There's other methods to it where you can really be one with self. Yeah. It's so important because we don't, we're always, and we talked about energy of other people. We're always, some people don't even know what it's like to be alone. Mm-hmm. Their mm-hmm. energies are always interacting with someone else. They don't even know what their, theirs is alone. And meditation is a chance to just recenter yourself. And you can reinforce, um, I guess, boundaries 
so that you don't pick up on other people's energy because I'm an empath. So I would take in so many people's energy at the end of the day, I was just exhausted or I couldn't be in a large crowd of people. Um, but now I've learned to fortify myself in a way and you can do that in meditation. And so you just don't take in because even as a healer, could you imagine if I was just taking in everyone's pain? So my, my teacher taught us how to, you know, really to protect our energy. Um, and there's energy vampires. I don't know if you've heard that term, but there's you know, a few of them I, I know. grew up with one. <laughs> yeah, it's a few that I know. Thank God for that block button. It, nope. Oh, nope, I know, not today. right? Not today. You're yeah. draining. You're too draining. Some people, yeah. it's like they will just take your energy and take it, take mm-hmm. it, take it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've learned to say no. I've learned to not interact. You have no responsibility to most of these people usually. Yeah. Um, so protecting yourself, I think, is so important. Yeah. Um, by saying, wait, I, when I, after I talk to this person, I don't feel good. I actually feel horrible and tired, um, angry, like whatever it is. Yeah. And to really like separate yourself from that until, you know. Oh yeah. You, oh man, you touched on something that was key was learning how to be by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, that was so awkward, right? I worked in a job where it's pretty big. Um, I'm always greeting people and you know, I, I'm a people person. I'm a social butterfly. But then when I was home alone by myself, I would feel not only awkward, but I would start hearing those demons, you know, like that bad energy telling me that, hey, you're not worthy of this. What are you, why are you here? You know, talking down to me, messing with me mentally. And then mm-hmm. I had to name that demon something like Daffy Duck, where I had to, okay, I'm not taking you serious, man. Get out of here. I'm taking a moment. I'm going to meditate. I'm actually, I'm doing yoga. Okay, I'm trying to see how to recharge my chi. I'm trying to figure all of this out. And and then I realized one of the biggest things, and especially for me to recharge instantly, was going to the beach. Going yeah. to the beach, putting my feet in the salt water and just embracing it and just having that natural sun helps. Mm-hmm. Now, well, during the beach, it's one of the highest frequency energies yes Um, something about the salt water and the sand Mm -hmm. um that creates a very high frequency that's why most people feel very relaxed and happy at the water even if they're not in the water they're next to the water yes very powerful and i learned that well that makes sense (laughs) yeah i have a uh, friend who's a rastafarian okay and um you know he was telling me he was like man you've been off for at least like a like a few months and he's like hey just go to the beach i guarantee just put the salt water over your shoulder and get rid of that that negative energy, as he called it, the bad juju. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, fine. And um, but like we we have a great connection. And he started knowing that I wasn't just I was open minded, that I was getting into the, the spiritual element. So he was yeah. like, hey, try it out, and then that helped out. And I was like, oh man. Oh, I'm going to advise everybody like this. I had my brother who came down. He had like some really bad juju, and I'm like, bro. I love you and all. I got the sage, but this this is way more than sage, man. We gotta go to the beach. Sage works really well, but it's a good alternative. Yeah, I was like, look, I got the sage. I'm trying to sage this house, but uh, we need to go to the beach. And when he went to the beach, probably we was there for 30 minutes, and instantly all that that pain that he was carrying was gone. And he was like, thank you so much. I'm so happy now. I feel like myself. And I was trying to explain to him. He's just like, all right. 
weirdo, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, all right, weird, weirdo, I'm going to listen, but right. you know, I'm, don't, don't expect me to try it out. And he started going down a rabbit hole and he, he started learning. Okay. There, there's some, there's some sense to this. You know, I, we, we're going back to, you had said something, um, you know, when I first got the calling to be a healer, I thought, yeah. I was like, what are people going to think? Yeah. That was the first thing I thought the of. Stigma like stigma of that. Weird. Yes. Yes. It's kind of weird. Like yeah. at first, and I'm, I just can't even believe I thought that because now I'm, I obviously feel honored and I'm excited about it. But my first initial reaction was that what are people going to say? And amazingly, all of my friends embraced it way better than I would have ever. And now they're all into it. No, all my I have friends were meditating. They got into crystals. I mean, and here I thought like people would think I was weird, but actually they thought it was really neat. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of people are looking for something else. I think people yeah. are starting to realize I just don't want to drink five beers every night. Yeah. Or life is all my liver is going to hate me. Yeah. Yeah. My life isn't just about working, watching television, you know, having a beer and going to bed. Mm -hmm. Right. There's got to be more to life, you know, and I, I think that's a lot where mental illness comes in um, is that, you know, we're these really loving, wonderful beings in our, in our, our essence. That's what yeah. we are is we're love. And we come into this world and it can be a little harsh, you know, and it's, you know, we're confined into these, these systems yeah. and rules and yeah. all this stuff. It can be really hard. So I think it's surprising if someone doesn't suffer from some sort of mental illness. I don't, I don't even think that's possible. Maybe yeah. they have it more. Maybe they, um, and I think that's when things happen. Those people end up having a stroke or a heart attack at some point because that energy doesn't just go anywhere. You know, you may be able to suppress it for a while, um, but it, it stays in your body. Just like that anxiety followed me, you know, through most of my life. Um, that's what I think people should realize is you need to feel your emotions. You need to it's okay. express that. It's, yeah. okay. it's okay. Yeah. It's okay and to I be vulnerable. More kids are talking about it on Instagram. And I mm -hmm. love that because I don't know, like, so at, for so long, men weren't allowed to cry. They weren't allowed. And that's just not healthy. Yeah. We're human. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. It's not. I had um, I really started my journey of like on social media about a year ago. Um, you know, learning and getting comfortable sharing my story. And once I started, the guys started DMing me, hey, thank you. Man, you I was feeling like this, but I didn't want to tell my wife. I was feeling like this, but I didn't want to tell my mom. I didn't want to and it was just like, hey, it's okay, man. And it's okay, don't be so hard on yourself. That stigma we have to break. It sucks to me that it's normalized to drink a beer, mm -hmm. right? I can I can work forty hours. Okay, my wife is mad about something because of money issues, but I'm gonna go to the bar drink a beer. We can we can normalize that. We can have all the beer ads on TV, all alcohol ads on TV, but when it comes to expressing yourself as a human, not even just a man, as a human. And saying, hey, it's okay to get therapy. Hey, it's okay to try this. It's okay for that. Oh, you need to be on a prescription? That is perfectly fine. Instead of giving it a stigma of, oh, this person's a weirdo. This person's a nut. If you go, oh, you seen a healer? Oh, man, I know. I knew something was off about you. You know, and it's like, no, it's, it's let's normalize this stuff. Now, now we're, we're going to 2021. Like, this needs to be normalized. You know, I... I I'm so grateful for people like you who actually decide to not only go through that pain, but okay, how can I use 
my talents in a way where I can help somebody else heal. And to, to find that was phenomenal. Like I told you, I went down a rabbit hole, not even realizing I was going to go down a rabbit hole, but then having that open mind to do it. Um, it's awesome. You said something about like your friends was going to be, I, it's so weird because I, when I started doing this, I thought my friends was going to judge me, but then I think them being our friends, they know us better than we know ourselves. Like they know yeah. like, oh, Carrie's going to, yeah, she's going to do this. Like, oh, we was waiting for you to do this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, some of those. Like, yeah. I, you've always been a healer. Yeah, always- yeah. And, yeah. And, and I think we, we're being in it, you don't realize like, wait, this is my calling. This is my purpose. Mm-hmm. I found it. Now it's time to give away my talents. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. I hope yeah. so many people learn from this. I really do. I do too. And I love what you're doing. I mean, you're obviously bringing it to a huge audience. I think it's so important for us all to be talking about. And, you know, um, I wanted to say one, there was something you had said earlier about the voice in your head, right? You called it a demon. Um, In ACA, they call it the critical parent. Mm -hmm. So you have that just for me, it was all about um, uh, perfection right? I had to be perfect. If I wasn't, I was so harsh on myself. I was so mean to myself. I, this voice, now I look back, I just can't believe what this voice, my, my inside voice would say to me. And part of the process in the 12 step program is changing that critical parent or at least quieting it and, um, working on your archetype of a loving parent and creating that new voice in your head. That's very loving and caring and nurturing. Um, and I found that to be, it took practice. It took a lot of work because the critical parent was so loud, but now that critical parent's almost silent and now it's just a loving parent. And I think working with archetypes is a really good way to help with any mental issues, any mental, because sometimes it's these voices that are, are really harsh. Yeah. It's our insecurities. That's, that's coming Mm -hmm. out. It's projecting. Um, my insecurities wasn't, I didn't feel good enough for my parents. To be honest, um, you know, I, I moved. I've been out in Tampa for probably 10 years during this time and they didn't even come down once. Didn't even have that the conversation of thinking about coming down. I don't like taking airplanes. And it's like, okay, all right. Then, you know, that's hard to take when you have your friends and your family members coming down and they're questioning, hey, everything okay with you and your moms and dad? And it's like, yeah, no, no. What did you do? How come they're treating you like this? And you know, your friends and family are going to ask you cut tough questions and it's up to you to really be honest with them. But I'm, I'm pretty, I'm honest. Like I told them, I'm like, I, I don't know. And then having that, man, these guys missed my birthday three years in a row. Wow. And I'm the, and I'm the only son. So it was like, it was so much that, that demon quote unquote was really like just projecting. And I had to learn, okay. This is the reason why I snapped, you know, it's like, oh, my graduation, I have my diploma here and they're not even here. That is a big F you, you know? So I was like, okay, cool. That demon was just taking over. And then I was like, all right, let me, let me give it Daffy Duck. Something that I'm not going to take serious. Yeah. And then that Daffy Duck went to, okay, oh, look at a cute little baby. What you, what you just say? Oh, I don't understand you. And I started doing the positive affirmations. And yeah. but doing other things that I wasn't used to helped mm-hmm. me silence that voice pretty much is non-existent now. 
you know, yeah. yeah, there's things, there's times where I'm hard on myself as like doing the quotes and doing the videos and trying to make sure. Discipline, right. Yeah. A lot of parents still has some discipline. That's that yeah. balance of discipline. And right. Cause a, you know, a real good parent doesn't let your kid just not go to school or not do their, you know, so it, it, it if it has a balance, I think that's, that's the key that you're looking for. It's, oh, yes. Yes. Now um, that was then that was the past. Um, you know, I'm a big believer of learning from the past, healing from it and letting it go. Okay, yeah. that was the old way. This is the new way. This is the, that was my past. This is my future, and now, um, ever since that, uh, my my uh, attempt of suicide was about four or five years ago, and now my relationship with my parents is outstanding. Good. Yeah, um, it was an so awkward sad. conversation. Yeah, yeah. It, it was an awkward conversation, but it was a needed conversation because I needed to see where what path I was going to go. Mm-hmm. Like I knew where I was gonna go. I just didn't know if they was coming along. And I and I was already okay with that. And like you said, like you just hear a voice. Mm-hmm. And I heard a voice and it was a positive voice, like, hey, you are meant to help people out. You're so gonna you. figure it out. You're mm-hmm. gonna help people out. But until then, take care of this situation, like they say in the airplane, put their own oxygen mask on first before assisting oh. others, and then yeah. you're gonna take off. And Thankfully, that voice been guiding me the right way. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like, I feel I've been guided. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly where I'm going. I just know I'm on a new path and it's very exciting. Yes. I'm in a trusting universe. Yes, yes, yes. Trust in um, just whatever is. Like, knowing mm-hmm. that's what's best for me. Knowing that I'm protected and whatever's best for me and meant to be will be mine. I just... You know, I'm just doing the work that I'm told to do every day, trying to live in the moment as much as possible, you know, and then yes. seeing where it goes. And Yes. Oh, no, this is outstanding. I can't wait. Unfortunately, we have to go. We have to wrap this up. Please tell the people where to find you at. So my Instagram account is divine underscore underscore radiance. Um, I have a website um, that you can find on that Instagram page. And that's also my same, the Facebook is also the same divine underscore underscore radiance. Okay. Okay. I'm trust me. I'm going to have it in the description everywhere. And I'm hoping people would not only check out your page, but check out your website. There's this healing that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's w- I should tell you that too. www.divineradiance-healing.com. Yeah, I, no worries. No worries. Thank you for coming thank you so much yes this was phenomenal all right until then guys see you next time